0: Hello and welcome to Platts Metal Meltdown. The discussion today is regarding definitive steel safeguards. Today I'm joined by Len Griffin, Jamila al ibrahim and Laura Variali. They're from the Platts Metals team here in London. The safeguards in question today were recently signed off by the European Commission and are due to start on the 4th of February and will last until July 2021. Laura, can you give us a little bit more insight into what the safeguards are? Intel.
1: Yes, and I'm going to break them down as interesting as possible. So the European Commission has taken finally the decision to introduce definitive safeguard measures. And it means that every product will receive tariff rate quotas on a country specific basis on the biggest steel supplying countries, as well as quarterly global quotas for all other countries. So these quarterly residual quotas or global quotas, as they are also called, increase by 5% each year or rather period. As Rob said, they're going to be in place for three years and are going to expire on the 16th of July 2021. So the big difference for hot rolled coil imports is that they are going to receive a quarterly global tariff rate quota. So there isn't going to be any country-specific quota for hot rolled coil. It's important to note that all anti-dumping duties remain in place, and this is maybe the reason why Hot World Call hasn't received a country-specific quota, because there are already quite a few measures in place against certain countries. And once the quota has been reached, a 25% duty would apply, which is quite similar to the provisional safeguard duties which we've seen from July last year up until February this year, when the new safeguard measures Will take over. However, and this is making it a little bit more complicated, when a country has exhausted its specific tariff rate quota, it will be allowed to have access to the quarterly global tariff rate quota for that specific steel product. And this is going to be possible in the final quarter of the year, but it's actually not the calendar year, it's the policy period, and this will be Q2 of the calendar year. And people have said this is going to be very, very complicated in practice, so we really have to see how this is going to pan out for steel importers. So all in all, it's a mixed approach the European Commission has taken compared to the provisional safeguard measures, which only saw one quota per product and a 25% duty on top if imports went over. With this approach, the European Commission was able to target countries more specifically, such as China for metallic coated sheets or Turkey for rebar, for example. Some were a little bit puzzled that Turkey has not received a specific quota for any flood product at all, but this is mainly due to the fact that the country wasn't a big player in the European market in the investigation period. Turkey started offering into Europe last year when anti-dumping duties against Turkish imports into the US were doubled. So Turkey became a big player then, but not really in the investigation period when the European Commission looked at actual import numbers.
0: The investigation period was from 2015, 16, and 17 full years. It did not include 2018, where the data was for 10 months, and 2018 saw a material increase in the rate of import into the European Union of flat products. The first year, Of the safeguard measures starting 4th of February was based on an average of the three years import volumes of 2015, 16 and 17 with the addition of 5% on top of that number. This resulted actually in full year comparison for the three years coming, an increase in hot rolled coil of 16.23%, an increase in cold rolled coil of 9.54%, an increase in galvanized products 9.41%, an increase in plate of 11.7% over the investigation years. Hot dip galved is the only flat product which has actually run into critical status on the uh, provisional safeguards, which were put in place from July 2018. As of the 22nd of January this week, 5% remains within the galvanised product category. This amounts to 105.6 thousand metric tonnes of the original 2.115 metric tonnes put in place in July 2018. The other product categories for flat steel, hot rolled coil, cold rolled coil and plate all have very long balances remaining. These will not be depleted in the remaining 12 days of the provisional safeguards which will expire on February 3rd. Hot rolled coil has 22% of the original quota remaining, which is around 930,000 metric tons. Cold rolled coil has 31%, which is 410,000 metric tons and plate has which is 455,000 metric tonnes. So there's very little chance that these will be approaching the critical status within the next 12 days. One thing of note, and it's an open question still, is whether the UK's exit from the European Union will actually impact the safeguards running from June into July of 2019, so the first full year. The current definitive safeguard numbers indicate that uh, the UK is not factored into the first full year of safeguard measures.
2: And uh, moving on to the long products, uh, obviously the European Commission decision to put an import quota has affected the worldwide market. And uh, specifically, I'm going to cover the Turkish rebar market that has seen a quite of a challenging time as uh, the quotas actually ran out uh, on the 27th of December of 2018. And ever since we have seen a much slower market and prices be in between 400 and uh, 445, 450, depending on the meal. However, this has been quite a strong announcement that has hit Turkish meals as we have to believe that the 50 uh, percent quotas imposed by the U.S. are still in place. So they cannot export into the U.S. And now there's a limit to how much volume they can export into Europe, which was basically saving the Turkish meals from a stalled market last year. So taking everything into account, Turkish producers are very cautious. They're careful about the prediction that they're going to see in Q1 and Q2. But what we're not for sure is, for example, that there have been production cuts back in December between 30 and 40 percent. These cuts have been moved on to January as well. So we have seen the same sort of trend and some people are starting to say that they're going to continue this production cuts into February. This is obviously posing a challenge to the Turkish economy as a whole and the Turkish steel making industry and it's very hard to predict what's going to happen in the next few months. Overall there might be a small glimpse of hope depending on how the UK plans out the, the Brexit. Some Turkish meals are quite hopeful to maybe start selling to the UK in case of, obviously, exit from the European Union. So there might be a market they might look into. As of now, there's yet one more challenge, which used to be China. China, by the end of the year in 2018, has seen prices being very, very competitive. And they're starting exporting to various regions, not just the neighboring countries, but also clients from the Turkish markets, if you will. And right now, prices have gone up again. So between European prices being firm and the Chinese prices, the Turkish prices might become again competitive around maybe March, April time when construction industry goes back to activity. However, this is a very small glimpse of hope, given that demand has been very flat and construction hasn't been particularly active, both in Europe and domestically in Turkey. So there's a lot of question marks and we have to monitor the market closely.
0: Thanks for your input today, guys. And thank you for joining us. For further information, please click the links below.